Howdy and welcome to the 10-week Bible study. This is week 7, day 3 of our study of Joshua. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about Joshua 16, 1-10. Well, welcome back to the 10-Week Bible Study. Again, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start today? Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear and see what your word has for us today? Open our eyes. Let us hear your voice today, God. We want to know you more. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's word. We're reading today from the NIV. This is Joshua 16, starting in verse 1. The allotment for Joseph began at the Jordan, east of the springs of Jericho, and went up from there through the desert into the hill country of Bethel, and went on from Bethel, that is, Luz, crossed over into the territory of the Archites and Adaroth, descended westward to the territory of the Jephletites, as far as the region of Lower Beth Horon, and on to Gezer, ending at the Mediterranean Sea. So Manasseh and Ephraim, the descendants of Joseph, received their inheritance. All right, let's go back to our map here and see what we're talking about. We're going to, over the next, gosh, couple weeks, we're going to be just rattling off a lot of names of places. And again, for clarity's sake, I am only going to be giving us the broad overview. Now, When we're talking about the tribes of Joseph, the descendants of Joseph, that's Ephraim and Manasseh. Here's Manasseh, and here is Ephraim. And the hillier part here, these are all hilly areas on the west side of the Jordan. So you can think of all of this right here as the tribe of Joseph. Now, if you remember, Joseph was one of Jacob, Israel's sons, but because he was thrown in the pit by his brothers and then sold off to Egypt and then disappeared and they told his father that, hey, you know, some wild animal killed him or they led him to believe that. When Jacob and Joseph were reunited, and remember that that, um, Jacob loved Joseph and Benjamin more than all the rest of the sons. And that's why they hated him so much. One of the reasons why they hated him so much was because they were jealous of him because Jacob loved their mother the most. And so those two children meant the most to him. And so the brothers were jealous of, of Joseph. Uh, later they realized what a mistake they had made selling him off like that and getting rid of him because it, it's so just destroyed their father that when Benjamin came along, they were actually very protective of Benjamin because they couldn't bear to see their father suffer anymore. And so the jealousy of Joseph faded away. And with Benjamin, they're like, Oh my gosh. And that's why we see, you know, how, when, when Joseph asked Benjamin, his, his full brother, not his, his, uh, half brother, um, you know, why he is so insistent on him coming to Egypt and the brothers are like, no, 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 we don't want that. So anyway, Jacob eventually comes to Egypt. When he finds out Joseph's alive, he meets him. He you know, sees his two children, Ephraim and Manasseh, and he essentially says, listen, I am so happy that I've found you. I get you back from the dead, essentially, is what Jacob had received. 
that he takes Ephraim and Manasseh and he says, these two sons of yours, you, Joseph, you're essentially going to get double inheritance in, in, you know, the promises of God in the Holy Land that's to come. And so he uh, says, I reckon these two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, as my own. And so they actually get an allotment. And so there's actually 12 tribes. Instead of 11, actually, there's 12 different tribes that get an allotment. And the reason for that is Levi doesn't get land like this. They don't get an allotment. Their inheritance is the Lord, is what God says over and over, not the land. And so Ephraim and Manasseh, since we're splitting Joseph into two, we get 12 different tribes that way. And when we look on the map, again, this is actually, we can see that, you know, Judah has a lot of territory and then Ephraim and Manasseh have a lot. And if you really look, if we go back to this, uh, you know, Manasseh and Ephraim would have been this portion here and Judah would have been essentially this portion here. Uh, they're getting a lot. So this is uh, Joseph. Let's call this Joseph. Uh, Joseph is getting a lot, but if you extrapolate that out, Joseph would uh, essentially, because that would have been Manasseh, <clears throat> extending all the way to the Euphrates River, as was promised, the limits of what Manasseh could have claimed as their own uh, just far outweighs any of the rest of the tribes. If, if you just extrapolate out their their thing. I don't know what the intention was. That was what was fully promised to Israel as far as their land. I don't know what the intention was as far as who settles and how. But again, if you just extrapolate out, they've got a lot more room to grow than anybody else. It's just as far as land and, and, and size. Let's continue on. Verse five. <clears throat> this was the territory of Ephraim according to its clans. The boundary of their inheritance went from Adaroth Adar in the east to Upper Beth Horon and continued to the Mediterranean Sea. From Michmathath on the north, it curved east toward Tanath Shiloh, passing by it to Genoa on the east. Then it went down from Genoa to Ataroth and Nerah, touched Jericho, and came out at the Jordan. From Tapua, the border went west to the Cana, uh, Cana Ravine and ended at the Mediterranean Sea. This was the inheritance of the tribe of the Ephraimites according to its clans. Now, if I go back to our map here, I want to point out that the map that I've got, it's not going all the way to the Mediterranean Sea. It should have on this map. Um, Ephraim here should have extended, there's a small part of it right here. I'm going to write that in blue. Should have extended to the Mediterranean Sea and a small part of it that should have gone over to the Jordan River. Um, Manasseh is actually taking up some of that, that space here. <clears throat> so that's probably one of the ways that my map here is a little bit deficient because it's quite clear here that that's where it went. All right, back to our word verse 9. It also included all the towns and their villages that were set aside for the Ephraimites within the inheritance of the Manasites. 
They did not dislodge the Canaanites living in Gezer. To this day, the Canaanites live amongst the people of Ephraim, but are required to do forced labor. And I find this really fascinating. Um, I find it actually quite fascinating because the what we looked at in our study on the Amarna letters, we do see that the king of Gezer, he, he's there, like he stays there, but he does complain to Pharaoh, and I don't think that I read this, but it's definitely in there. Uh, I've actually already put the Amarna letters back up on my bookshelf. They're right there. If you're watching this on video, <clears throat> the the king of, of Gezer, he does complain that all of his surrounding lands have essentially been conquered by the Abiru, the Hebrews, and taken on as forced labor. And so that's exactly what the the letter record from the kings of Canaan to Pharaoh represent in the Amarna letters. So let's look at the map. Again, this is timweekbible.com slash Joshua if you want to look these up if you're a listener. But Gezer is like right in here somewhere. So it falls within Ephraim, but it's not actually, uh, they don't take it during that time period. I'm going to assume that it's not fully taken until the time of David, since this is kind of the same as the way it talks about Jerusalem, um, that they they didn't take it and they're they're just kind of there. But we know that David fully conquers all of this land. So that's all I've got for you today. <clears throat> uh, chapter 16 is an oddly short chapter, but we're going to jump back into it with chapter 17 starting tomorrow. For the 10-week Bible study, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.